You uh, enjoying yourself there, buddy? Yes, sirree. Just enjoying the smooth taste of this fine cold beverage. Why, I, I see you're drinking all by your lonesome. You, you know, Crow, you're right. I am drinking all by my lonesome. But as I reflect on my desolate solitude, I think to myself, gee willikers, what if I weren't so desperately lonely? What if I had a compatriot to revel in my alcoholistic tendencies with? And what if said compatriot was a fictitious pop culture icon? These are the questions we aim to answer here on episode 16 of Podge Hodge. Cue the music. I hope you enjoyed that little shanty to get you in the mood, get you acculturated to the setting this evening or for this episode of the Podge Hodgerousness of Podge Hodge. Yeah, I really hope you enjoyed that because we did a few takes to get to that point. <laughs> Only a few. I'm literally crying right now. <laughs> I am too. A chiral allergy. Oh, well, you'd get that's a reference to Death Stranding. Hopefully people get that. You mean person... Hopefully person gets that. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Three <laughs> listeners, two of them being one us. One listener at a time. God. Okay, yeah. So, hi. That was a fun intro to record. Um, <laughs> this is episode 16 of Podchodge, and we really, truly do have a fun topic in store for you tonight. Um, we kind of teased it, but we'll we'll wait until we get to it to actually flesh out the details of it, you know? You know the drill. We gotta rant, we gotta rave, we gotta spit some truth into this mic, so we're gonna do that. And we're gonna start out with a positively radiant rave. We have a YouTube channel, Crow. You didn't even probably know about this, because you don't pay attention to things. (laughs) Well... I I did look at the YouTube channel, but I didn't realize that uh, you had changed your... Well, I thought you had just changed your personal YouTube account to be this one. But no. you, took, you actually made a new one, so uh, we, we have one subscriber right now, and it's not me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> From my personal YouTube account that I did not change into the official account. But you're interrupting my plug. We, we've got to... i got to give my plug here, okay? We have a YouTube channel... You can find us by keying up Podge Hodge Podcast on YouTube. And here's what we're going to do with the channel, or here's what we hope to do with the channel. We're going to keep you informed. Maybe maybe you don't like hearing our vocal frequencies assault you 
Maybe you would rather see our vocal frequencies <laughs> assault you. Maybe you're secretly a really nerdy person that enjoys seeing the intricacies of audio engineering. Maybe you want to see what my waveform looks like. Maybe you want to see what Crow's waveform looks like. Well, guess what? From this point forward, we're going to post video versions of all of our podcasts on YouTube for accessibility. And, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm going to be honest, for exposure. <laughs> Need some more exposure. We, we want to get some more listeners. Look us up. Make us famous. We're probably also going to include uh, gameplay from like Dead by Daylight and Overwatch and some of our uh, other favorite games. And who knows, maybe eventually we'll end up doing face cams if we get brave enough. Or, you know, enough people listening that want to see. Yeah, um, 463 subscribers and I'll show my face. 1,000 and I'll show mine. Come on, man. Don't lowball like that. 10,000 it is. Okay. I don't know why you're the more valuable member, but <laughs> I, I may splice this out. But anyway, that's the that's the rave. It, it's all downhill from here, folks. Uh, we have three <laughs> three rants. He's already started drinking, and I'm just naturally high all the time. Indeed. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a nice swig before I get into this rant because I'm gonna need it. Ah. <laughs> ah refreshing so what's not refreshing is my internet service <laughs> well that's funny because you have to keep refreshing it though <laughs> oh Aha. oh i hate it i hate that <laughs> it's accurate though all right yeah so i have a terrible isp i really want to mention you know what screw it i'm calling them out i have CenturyLink <laughs> internet because i live in rural america and this is the only option i have so I actually historically have not had problems with CenturyLink, but recently I have had problems with CenturyLink. I've had immense problems with CenturyLink. My connection, how would you even describe this? It will drop like seven or eight times in an hour sometimes, and then other times it'll be good for maybe like an hour and a half or two hours, and then it'll drop. And, you know, that makes it really difficult to have gaming sessions because even a mild drop will disconnect you from the network and I'll have to wait for the connection to be reestablished. And it's just a bad time for everyone. Uh, so I'm currently looking into ways of resolving that. I think it might be my line. I've ran a new line underneath the house. It's been a fun time. That's definitely a rant. That's a rant of mine. I think we can both share in this rant. You know, we still can't play as the clown in Dead by Daylight. What's up with that? Uh, they... They've just started posting about, I think Xbox uh, is like almost through the certification pro process, but PlayStation players still are uh, left in the dark. Hot off the presses, the update did go through on Xbox as of like four hours ago. <sighs> it's almost like we have to play other games. God forbid. I know. It's annoying. That's unfortunate, but we'll get it eventually. I'm looking forward to playing it in October. <laughs> Around the same time we we get like another few updates too. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that the majority of this section pertained to me this week, but I guess oh, yeah. it does. Because here's another rant. I've been badgering. <laughs> and I mean, I have been bombarding crow with requests to play 
Nier Automata, okay? It is one of the best games that I've played in the past year. And so he initially made this deal because that's the way that Crow operates. He likes to drag everyone down with him. So he goes, well, you know, I'll get Nier Automata if you get Dissidia, the new Dissidia game for PS4. And so I deliberated because, to be honest with you, that's a very unfair trade. So I held off on it for a long time. And then last week, I casually, I noticed that it went on sale. Dissidia went on sale for $14.99 on Newegg. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's enough. That's enough cash for me to throw it, throw away so that he'll actually get the game. And so I bring this up to Crow thinking I've finally cornered him and he's going to have to do this. And what does he say? You probably know, because even though you haven't met this guy, you should know that he's a troll. And he goes, <laughs> oh, good thing you haven't looked at my trophy list because I've already been playing near Automata. I've had it for like freaking who knows how long. And then he tells me about how far into the game he is. And it, it makes me even more mad because he stopped. He stopped playing the game and I couldn't stop playing it. I marathoned it until I got like eked out every bit of essence that it had to give me. And yeah, you know, he, he's, he's robbing himself. So he's the real loser in this. I don't know why I'm ranting about it. <laughs> well, I mainly stopped playing it because I didn't want you to be able to see that I was playing it. So now that, now that we're out in the open on this, I can play it with, with no restrictions. Uh, the, the story behind me getting this game and not telling Judge about it is, uh, actually linked to Dead by Daylight. So whenever we started playing Dead by Daylight, he started a week or two before I did, he was playing with uh, with Catnado. And he told me that they were just doing share play. <laughs> I forgot about this. You forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm super petty too. So <laughs> he, told, he told me they were doing share play. And, you know, like a dope, I believed him because I wasn't paying attention at all. Like I was doing my own thing. And so, like, a week or two goes by, and finally, I can't remember if I saw this or if you saw this and showed it to me, but it went on sale. I think it was, like, what, $14? 15-ish? 20 maybe. Nah, it was less than 20 Either way, it was it was low. It was low enough that I was like, all right, these are, these are my two buddies. I'll, I'll get this game so I can play with them. It's cheap enough. And I got it, and I was telling Judge, like, Hey, I, oh, I think I was the one that saw this deal. I was like, Hey, I saw this deal for real cheap. You can get it too. And he's like, Oh yeah. And cat was just like, what do you mean? Get it. He've had, he's had it. And I was like, what? And yeah, it turned out he'd been, he'd been trolling me for like two weeks. So again, going back to me being really petty, my plan was to, uh, you know, clear near automata and be able to kind of rub his face in it. Like, Hey, I, I know all this shit about Nier, and I've been keeping it from you. But in the end, I just uh, dragged it out for like two or three months. Hey, you know what? I've got another rave to add. Okay. Since you brought that up. Do you know the joys of being able to edit the podcast episode and post it and having control over what goes on air? That you're going to delete everything I just said? I'm going to delete every bit of what you just said, probably. Nah, not really. I'll right. leave it in. But I did want to I did want to throw that out there. You know, yeah, we rambled a little bit, but 
that's actually more in that section than we've had, I think, since we started the show. So that's an upgrade, maybe. And it all came from you. Good job. It did. It did. But I'll take a break for now and segue officially into our week in review. So kind of piggybacking off of uh <laughs> off of me trolling judge with Nier. Uh Nier officially got its um Become as Gods edition release on Xbox. I think yesterday, today's the twenty seventh. So I believe it was yesterday. And I know I know Xbox pl- uh, uh, Xbox players are ecstatic about that. Um, the the girl that I went to E three with, Tay the Baca, she she jumped on that and she's already loving it. Her uh, her impressions of the game are exactly what you would hope based on what you probably heard from uh, from that clip that I that we played last week. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool because you know what? It, actually, the people who got it on Xbox now and held out. They're actually getting a little bit of a better package because this is enhanced for the Xbox One X and it includes the DLC. While it's marginal, and it's, you know, 60 frames per second and all that jazz. So while it's only a marginal improvement in terms of, like, you get one DLC with it or a couple DLC items with it, uh, the fact that it's Xbox One X enhanced and you've got a 60 FPS mode, that's pretty good, especially for an action game like Nier Automata. I'd imagine it runs buttery smooth and the gameplay was already really great on the stock regular PS4. So, yeah, it's awesome that that the Microsoft people get to experience this game. I mean, I think everyone should because it's a wonderful game. So, yeah. Her brief critique of the game is, The game is stunning. I'm kind of speechless and 2B's slow walk is the sexiest shit I've ever seen in my life. It really is, though. (laughs) She's not wrong. Yeah, good good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, so that happened, and, okay, I'm a little curious about this. You put in here that Overwatch teased the next playable character and that it's heavily implied to be Hammond. So, what I, so what, here's what I tweeted out. Um, Overwatch, I don't know if you saw this, but Overwatch teased, like, an image. I can't remember. I want to say it was the Horizon Lunar Colony. Um, and it's like it's like a picture of a wall, and it's got like a bunch of like graffiti and uh, like Lucio's ball kind of like on the ground, and it, it looked like a I think there was like graffiti of like a monkey, Hammond, Hammond, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, and like a dog or something like that. And there was this guy that was freaking going nuts with like his theories on this character, and so when somebody commented on Overwatch's Twitter, they were like, "Hey, what does this mean?" They directly called this guy out, like, hey, why don't you tell him? And, you know, it, they didn't officially confirm it, but that, to me, that that sounded like they were basically saying, like, this guy's on the money to a degree. Again, not officially confirmed, but it's heavily implied. And a lot of people want it to be the Junker Queen, too, but I just don't think that, you know, I, I really want the Junker Queen to be a playable character. But I just don't think that there's any way that this character is the Junker Queen. So I think I think ha- Hammond Hammond how the fuck do you say his name? I'm saying Hammond. Hammond. I think Hammond is a good bet, especially because just by virtue of the lunar uh, colony, you know, it's Winston and and him are like the two survivors or whatever you want to call them, I guess. So, oh well. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I we could be wrong. 
but it just seems like a pretty good bet. And the the guy that was uh, that was tweeting about this, his theory, and I kind of hope that this is the case, and it wouldn't surprise me since it's Blizzard. But his theory was that this is going to be the first playable character that has like a pet, like a pet character. That'd be weird, but interesting. Well, it'd be weird because we, you know, a monkey with a dog. <laughs> but, but it'd be cool to have a character that can use a pet actively. All right. I guess we'll have more developing on that, I'm sure, in the coming week or two or three or whenever. Yeah, some sometime soon. We already mentioned that we haven't gotten the clown update on PS4, but it was released on Xbox today. But we also, just keeping this on your radar, we have a double blood point weekend coming up. Uh, I think it's either this weekend or next weekend, but I'm pretty sure it's next weekend. So, there's that. We got uh, Incredible 2s finally in theaters. Incredible 2s? Incredible 2. Yeah, you know, I was actually pretty excited for this, but I've, it's been so long since I've seen the, the original Incredibles, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it again, just so that I can remember what happened in preparation for the second one. Phrase of praiseworthy. I am your wife. I am the greatest good you will ever have. Well, I included a phrase of praise a couple, I two or three episodes back. Yeah. I remember. So, yeah, it, it's already come out to critical acclaim. People love it. It's made a record amount of money at the box office. I know that. And I actually saw this one. Uh, the first Purge is going to come out on July 4th, and there have been... Uh, trailers and teasers circulating about it and those are those are fun movies i mean they're not they're not great movies they've got their flaws but they're fun movies and i've enjoyed watching them see i've got a i've got a confession i've actually never seen a purge movie and i really want to well i didn't see one until the last one that came out and after i saw it i i enjoyed it i had fun with it went back and watched some of the older ones and they're just they're just fun which is kind of weird for me to say since it's about, you know, legalizing murder and all that. But they're they're just enjoyable to watch. And I'll go watch this one. I kind of feel like it's going to be ruined for me just because of the Rick and Morty parody. Oh, God. I forgot about that. I feel, I feel like that's essentially what the Purge movies are about. <laughs> uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit is available for download. Yeah. I haven't downloaded it. I I did. Well, it's added to downloads anyway. I'm kind of a little bummed out just because it like whenever I went to download it, it sounds like it's actually a demo as opposed to like a standalone game, which I, I've told you my feelings on demos. I think they're largely a waste of time. So, yeah, to me, that was kind of a bummer. I'll probably still play it, but... You know, I would prefer if it was actually, you know, even a short game, even just like a quick indie game, a one episode game. I don't care. As long as it's an actual game, to me, that's always better than a demo. But, you know, I might make an exception just because I already got myself hyped up for it and it's free. I saw Major Nelson of Xbox tweet out that he had already completed it. Like, he completed it almost immediately after it came out or he just marathon through whatever content it had to offer. And so that's the only, I'm assuming it's extremely short, but you know, I didn't expect anything lengthy from a free game. I have to give it a try. It's still cool that they made it available for free. So yeah, I'm actually pretty excited. <laughs> you, did you hear about this? 
Yeah, yeah, I had heard about this, but I couldn't remember where I'd heard this confirmed at. So, Araki-san, our favorite immortal mangaku, uh, came out and confirmed that they are finally adapting part five of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's going to be under the name Evento Ario or Ario, but it translates to Golden Wind. And people are super hyped because this is really where the JoJo series gets freaking weird, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah, and it's it's Italian. It's it it's got an Italian theme, and you know it's Giorno Giovanna, and it's 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 a really interesting arc. I read through the manga of it, and it's uh, it's interesting. But I, I'm honestly really wondering how they're going to adapt some of this to to like animated form. Because there's some really freaking weird crap that happens in there. And I'm not really sure how they're going to take that in terms of art direction, but it's already the first episode's going to be shown less than a month from now, actually. They're going to do a dubbed version and they're going to do a subbed version. And uh, I think it premieres in October, I believe. But yeah, this is awesome. We've been waiting for over a year for this to be announced and the the fandom has collectively lost it at this announcement we've i mean there's a, been a positive outpouring of support for it and we're super excited for it and i can't wait and i'm sure you can't either for it yeah i'm uh so i i'd started reading uh part 5 as well and it, it feels so much more slow like it it's one of those i i kind of took for granted just how much i enjoyed the anime cuz uh you know like like attack on titan for example it's got stellar animation. Like, it's got a phenomenal adaptation. But at the same time, I can still read the manga and be happy with it, even though the, the art style is drastically, like, lacking by comparison. Whereas JoJo, like, it feels like they push so much into these, like, tiny, into these tiny sections in the manga that, like, it's kind of overwhelming to try to read it. Especially yeah. the scanslated version. Yeah, it is. It took it took some getting used to whenever I was running through it, but it's going to be a great anime adaptation. David Productions done a freaking amazing job on adapting all the other previous uh, JoJo's so far. So we know that they're going to give us some great work. I'm just really intrigued and interested to see how they're going to make those panels come to life in this particular arc. But they're going to do great things. It's going to be wonderful. Kind of segueing a little bit into the realm of music, I mentioned this to you, and I still can't believe it's actually happening, and no one who likes this band can really believe it's happening. Uh, Gorillaz, the world's most famous and most popular virtual band, uh, they actually, if you keep up with the uh, the quote-unquote lore associated with the band, one of the most popular band members, the, uh, the bassist, his name's Murdoch, he's actually in jail right now. So they decided to replace him temporarily with a freaking character from the Powerpuff Girls, which I don't even, under I, I mean, and it's not even like, I, I never would have seen this coming and no one else could have either. Ace Gangrene is the replacement bassist for the gorillas while Murdoch is in prison. Just saying that as a sentence has me, has my mind just like burning I don't understand what I just said. It's the weirdest thing. But at the same time, you can go and watch their new music video. Uh, they released a music video maybe a week or two ago, and it's called Humility, and you can watch it. And 
it's freaking weird because they animated him and drew him and he really does look like he is a close relative or related to Murdoch. It's weird. Uh, he looks like he fits in and that's probably the thing that disturbs me the most about this. So yeah, thought that was noteworthy. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It would have been, would have been interesting if they had like animated Mojo Jojo into that, but he probably wouldn't have fit quite as well. No, that's that's the thing that screws with me so much is that he, uh, Ace fits in like he actually fits. It's that's what disturbs me. All right, good stuff. Oh boy, we get to go into our main topic now. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I'm excited for this one. Let's roll the bumper. Fictitious pop culture characters that we'd love to sit and have a drink with. That's may not be the official title we attribute to this episode, no. but <laughs> oh yeah, it's too long, but it is the name. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. And I personally, I think we both are enthusiastic about this because whenever we were preparing for it, <laughs> we were laughing almost nonstop preparing for it. And it seemed, I don't know what, I don't know what Crow's put on his. He doesn't know what I've put on mine. So you're going to hear it first, our live reactions. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of laughter and it's going to be a lot of fun. So with that being said, do you want me to give my first one or do you want you to give your first one? Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, just because we had we'd kind of briefly talked about like some of the honorable mentions uh, that didn't make the final, the top five. Um, and we're not doing this in any particular order. I'm just throwing this one out first, just because this was ju- well, this was one of Judge's honorable mentions that did make it into my top five. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Please explain so that our viewers or listeners <laughs> don't think that we're completely stupid. I would love to have a drink with SpongeBob SquarePants. You can watch any fucking episode of SpongeBob and see all the crazy shit that he does like whenever he's completely stone cold sober. The reason that I chose SpongeBob is specifically thinking of the first uh the SpongeBob SquarePants movie where him and Patrick go on a freaking bender with the uh with the triple gooberberry sunrises. <laughs> and 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 just as part of the uh as part of the motif for this episode, we're also going to be saying what drink we would love to buy these pop culture characters. And because because we saw the freaking havoc that he wreaked with a triple goober berry sunrise fucking milkshake, I want to see him drink a vodka sunrise. I will buy him <laughs> a vodka sunrise, which is, if you're not familiar, is orange juice, vodka, and grenadine. I want to see him go fucking ballistic with this shit. Yeah, I can't even imagine, because even whenever he was knocking back the gooberberries, he looked like a hobo, like a homeless hobo <laughs> afterwards, so. <laughs> we, uh, we went and saw, we went and saw the second, the, the, the quote-unquote recent Spongebob movie, which was, what, 2014, 15? Roundabout, yeah. Yeah, we went and saw that together in theaters. It, was it just the one time that we saw it? Uh, yeah, we wanted to go back and see it a second time. We wanted to be drunk the second time, because the first time was absolutely amazing, and we had no illicit substances in our body at that time, and we really wanted to be, well, 
I really wanted to be drunk. I think you did too, but I'm not going to force that assumption on. No, we both wanted to be inundated during that. Okay. All right. Good. It wasn't <laughs> just me. So yeah, because if you've, if you've never seen the uh, the more recent SpongeBob SquarePants movie, it's freaking phenomenal. Like, it is a stoner's wet dream. Which is kind of weird to say about SpongeBob, but it, it was accurate. It really is accurate. Well, hey, let me let me push the envelope envelope a little bit here. Uh, is there anything in particular that you would like to talk to SpongeBob about while he was having his vodka sunrise? I just want to know what the fuck his deal is with Patrick. Like, why they're friends? You know what I mean. Oh, God. Really? That's not canon. We're, <laughs> we're pushing the envelope, sir. I think some things will go over better if he's got some... Uh, some triple gooberberry sunrise spiked in his system. All right, I, I won't push the envelope anymore. <laughs> I'll I will refrain from pressing said envelope anymore. All right, hey, that's a pretty solid start, and I, we had a lot of fun. I mean, I really was coming. I didn't know that he was even considering putting that on his list. But before we even right before we recorded, actually, I said oh, I came this close to putting SpongeBob, and he died. So that's when. That's the only knowledge I have about his list. So, all right, I'll go ahead and give it a go. I'll do my first one here, and I'm going to start out with a heavy hitter that won't surprise you in the slightest. I would give any amount of money to be able to sit down and have a drink with Geralt of Rivia from The Witcher. <laughs> I kind of figured that was going to be on your list. Oh, yeah, and that's why I put him first, because... I knew he'd be obvious, but come on, if you've played the games at all, you know. You know that this dude would be an absolute hoss to sit down and have a drink with. First of all, okay, you wouldn't have anything to freaking worry about in terms of getting crap from people around you. You could talk about anything you want, and if you offended someone, he would absolutely slice them in half, like, immediately. No questions. Or he would, like, ignite them with Igni and set them on fire and just let them burn to a crisp or any measure of things, okay? Like, he's I like got, that your motives are pure. Yes, they are. He's got a plethora of ways of dealing with um, unsavory patrons, if you will. So, the Witcher lore gives me a ton of... There's a lot of drinks that I could work with in terms of something I'd want to give to him as a drink. Uh, I would probably give him either, like, a Kedwinian stout or a Redanian lager or even a Rivian... Carrot Creek, Crick. I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, but you know probably the Rivian because you know he's Geralt of Rivia, even though that's not well. I could get into a deeper reason. He's not really Geralt of Rivia, but uh, yeah. Okay, so wouldn't have to worry about any other people bothering us. Uh, he's got so many interesting stories that you could sit and listen to. I mean, tales, legendary tales that he could tell. I mean, it's just. He's a freaking awesome character, and he is uh, naturally an alcoholic. So, or he can he can handle he can handle his liquor. So maybe I'd have to get him more than one drink to get the good stories. But he's such a cool guy. Like it'd be a lot of fun to be able to sit down and just ha talk to him and hang out with him. Yeah, I obviously don't know as much about the series as you do, but I had that impression when I was playing through it for the first. Like few attempts, not too long ago. His he has a sort of deadpan delivery. Like his sarcasm is very heavy. 
so I feel like we'd get along pretty great. It, it'd be it'd be fun. All right, solid contender. Not at all surprising. I guess I'll go ahead and go with uh, with my next one. I'm going with this one next just because it's not quite as much of a surprise as the remaining ones. But I would love to get a drink with Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay, that's one that I didn't put on my list that now <laughs> that you mentioned it, I kind of wish I would have put on my list. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't... Uh, it probably doesn't really need a lengthy explanation, but uh, suffice it to say, I'm, I'm going to go with Captain Morgan as the drink of choice, <laughs> just because irony in every possible sense of uh, of his character. Why is the rum always gone? <laughs> I would, I've got uh, a jar of dirt. <laughs> why do I have a jar of dirt? I would love to end up with uh, with him and. Uh, Man, I already forgot. What's the first mate's first mate's name? Yeah, <laughs> I almost said Gimli. <laughs> I almost said like Briggs or something. It's the. I swear. I feel like it starts with a G. Probably. Fuck. I don't Gibbs. remember. What is it? Is it Gibbs? Gibbs. We were both. We were both halfway there. Gimli, Gibbs. You know, <laughs> crossing. Crossing borders there. Yeah, with, I would love to end yeah. up with with Jack and Gibbs at a freaking pub. Get some winches thrown our way. Freaking some Captain Morgan. Yeah, it'd be a good time. We'd probably end up in a precarious situation, and just because of uh, freaking Disney magic, I'd end up being able to do all kinds of cool, random, lucky shit that I can't normally do. Uh, that's, that's a good that's, choice. That's really all the reason I've got for him. <laughs> you don't have anything you'd want to ask him. No, not really. I'm more I'm more interested in a good time with 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 Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm not so much interested in the uh okay, in, in his adventures and what he knows and the secret of eternal youth. I don't care about any of that. Okay, yeah, you just you just picked Jack Sparrow because he'd be a good drinking buddy. Yeah. That's that's literally <laughs> it. Okay, fair enough. That that's fair. All right. Well, I guess this is going to I'm hoping that you'll think that this one is as awesome as I do. So the second one that I picked, and once again, going to say that this was not in any specific order, but I would love to have a drink with Deadpool. (laughs) Oh my God. He, I didn't even think of Deadpool. (laughs) Exactly. And okay. So for Deadpool, since he's so unique and he, he's got such a slapstick form of humor and he's got all these sick one-liners, I figured that he needed a really unique, crazy, out-there drink. So I chose a flaming giraffe. <laughs> Give him a flaming giraffe drink, which for those un- uninitiated, which I bet there are several of you unless you're a hardcore alcoholic, um, that is Kahlua, butterscotch schnapps, and 151 proof rum because, you know gotta have a gotta have a bite to it deadpool's got a wild side so (laughs) do i even really need to explain my rationale behind why i would want to have a drink with him or sit and talk with him i mean it's freaking deadpool if you watch the movies it's pretty much like a summer he would act the exact same in a bar well he you know he is in a bar during the movies i mean it's where he came up with his natural habitat yeah and I'd love to have the bartender too, his his buddy. That's the bartender. <laughs> that's so a, 
That's a pretty good, pretty good choice. Do you have anything in particular that you would ask Deadpool? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I feel like any question would be a good question to ask Deadpool because he would always give you an answer that you wouldn't expect. Like he's gonna come up, he would come back with some sort of sick one-liner that you'd never expect, some sort of witty comical response, and I would be dying of laughter for the next five minutes, and he wouldn't even have to talk anymore. Like he could just give a one sentence response. Accomplished. We only need to rent Ryan Reynolds out for like five minutes, and we're good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, five minutes in a bar with Deadpool would be better than an hour in the bar with some of the other people that I probably picked. Well, eh, maybe not, but it's Deadpool. I don't even need to rationalize this. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone would want to have a conversation with him. Everyone loves Deadpool. Absolutely. I don't think that you're going to expect this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm prepared for the unexpected. I would love to have a drink with Oren from Final Fantasy X. Okay. Did that take you by surprise? <laughs> I'm conflicted because I didn't expect you I didn't expect you to say him, to say Oren, but at the same time, I could see him in a I could see him in that setting. Yeah, see, I mean he already walks around with a freaking drink on him all the time. And granted, you only the only time you ever see him do anything with it is when he's like charging up one of his uh one of his overdrives. But actually I guess he uses it for like two of his overdrives. Does like a does like an explosion and then like creates like a flaming sword or tornado or some shit. I don't know. But so we already know that he's he's got alcohol. He likes alcohol to that degree at least. You know that he's got some freaking stories. You got to wonder what kind of drunk he is. Is he an aggressive drunk? Is he a sullen drunk? Is he maybe maybe a cute like sleepy drunk or something like that? I want to <laughs> or Oren being a cute sleepy drunk. <laughs> yeah, see. The this is your story. My story's <laughs> kind of trailing off right now. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and just because it's Oren, just because I really want to envision, I want you to, I want you to put this mental imagery in your mind when I say this. I want to buy Oren a sweet strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> uh, just because? Are you trying to emasculate him or what? Like, no, I just want. Well, you know, see. The immediate instinct would be to give him a manly drink, but then I thought, well, what if he had a very bougie, easily breakable, <laughs> it's like champagne-looking glass. <laughs> hey, we can we can be choosing our drinks based on what we think they would go well with, or based on directly what conflicts with their appearance and personality type, and I chose the latter in this case. Well, that makes one of us. I guess. Yeah. That's a good pick, though. Oren's <laughs> a cool guy. I'd love to sit there and talk with him. You're probably right. There's a lot of backstory. Even in the games, you know, we get some of the backstory, but we don't get enough of the backstory. And I think that's probably part of the allure of him as a character. And I know for a fact he could give all sorts of awesome stories about being a guardian. And even probably before that, because you know, you know he had to be a sick warrior before that, too. 
Yeah, I mean, just hearing stories of the pilgrimage would be cool enough, but like also, and I think you knew, you knew about this, like uh, the the Final Fantasy X, X to Remastered Collection, uh, they have like an audio drama that like teased a new character that is supposedly uh, Oren's, I think, bastard daughter, and you know, there there had been like. There's a lot of speculation and theories over that, if that's if that's true or not. And we're still waiting with bated breath on Square Enix to release ten three, but we know that's not coming for a while. So Ah uh, You, know, you wanna hear an Orin love story. I wanna hear Orin tell me his tales of conquest. Conquest? Yes. No. Oh, I thought you were just trying to set the mood for a love story with your strawberry whatever daiquiri. martini or whatever daiquiri. <laughs> It's a very lovey-dovey drink. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to get in Oren's pants. I want to know about the pants he's already gotten in. <laughs> All right, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a pleasant shock. It wasn't like an uh, not like a crazy, not like a shock shock. It was just like a little tinge, a little happiness tinge through my ear holes. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't know. This episode's crazy. Um. All right, my third one may take you as a surprise simply because you probably don't even know who the heck this is. So I'd like to sit down and have a nice adult beverage with John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. Ah, as soon as you used an accent on the name, I was like, that sounds like a Red, Red Dead Redemption name. So this may be a secret to you. This may be something I've hidden. I've hidden away from you for a bit, but I'm actually a pretty big fan of westerns, uh, you old westerns. Bitch. Yeah, turn around, walk ten paces. Ugh. Hey, no, you know, like Clint Eastwood and John that Wayne. Ex- that and... explains your sickening love of McCree. I love McCree. I was actually going to put McCree on here, but <laughs> I put John Marston ahead of him because yeah. I feel like John Marston's more relatable as a character, and. uh I guess before I go into like any more about what we would talk about, my jo- choice of drink for him would be fire water, otherwise yeah. known as whiskey, because yeah, he's a he's a manly man. That's what they drink in the West. So okay, John Marston, really relatable character. Red Dead Redemption. If you haven't played it, it's a wonderful game. I I guess this is kind of another little. I'll, I'll nestle this confession within this so that maybe I won't get too much public outcry and I won't wake up to pitchforks being shoved in my back. <laughs> I'm not actually like I'm not actually like a huge fan of Rockstar games. Like Grand Theft Auto games aren't really my bag. And I haven't played Bully, and I know you like Bully, and I may actually give that a try, but I just I'm just not a big fan of the uh the Grand Theft Auto games. Except for maybe five. And Red Dead Redemption was the first Rockstar game that I really, really liked because they did such a good job nailing the Western setting. And their characters were really likable and believable, and they just they had that rock star spin on it and they did it right. I love that game. I played it for probably more hours than uh, more than a hundred or 200 hours. And John Marston, he's just, he's a cool character. You know, he was a rebel. He got backstabbed by his own people. He's got a ton of stories to tell that he could probably explain about like what all sorts of bad things he did whenever he ran in that group that he did at the, at the beginning of the game before he went on his quest for revenge and he's just he's relatable and he's not like crazy powerful you feel him grow as a character and i feel like he could give a lot of good advice and 
he's witty, he's getting, he's funny. I mean, it'd be great. I can picture us just sitting in a dusty saloon with the doors spinning out and tumbleweeds rolling in, and you know, it'd be great. Uh, you know, you can <laughs> since Crow knows what I look like in person, he knows that my my persona sitting in a saloon next to a bunch of Western guys, I'd probably get shot or shanked before <laughs> I'd get any information out of John, but he'd be fun. I, I, it's a thought. It's, it's the thought. See, you were, you were making fun of me with Oren, but you sound like you have a little bit of a crush yourself right now. I admit it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, I mean, not surprising now that I actually know who that is, but... I'm kind of. I thought it would be surprising because I didn't think you really thought that I was a big fan of that game. I mean, I, th- I think to me, Red Dead Redemption is to you what Devil May Cry is to me. Like it's something I was aware of. It's something that I knew you liked, even though you never talk about it. And this is just kind of your your coming out moment. That's fair. Teehee. Teehee. Alrighty, I'm gonna. <laughs> You're gonna like this one. I would want to have a drink with Professor Oak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get the Oakster in the bar. I never would have seen this coming. Holy really? cow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm mad at myself for not thinking of this. Oak Oak deserves a manly drink, so we're going to go with some Rolling Rock. I'm I'm honestly proud of you for saying that Rolling Rock is a man's drink. Well... I don't hear your voice when I think of Rolling Rock. I hear Dipple's voice. <laughs> you know that you just name dropped, so hopefully, uh, yeah, I name dropped a name, not a full name. It's gonna be all okay. Right. Con- continue. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, numerous, numerous reasons why I would want to do that. Why I would want to get a drink with Professor Oak. A, because of the popular fan theory that he's secretly sending out um, all the all the preteens so that he can get it on with their moms. I want to validate that theory or not. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, if he is truly the world's leading authority on Pokemon, I want to know the secret to winning some of these fucking tournaments so that I can get rich and famous. And uh, finally, uh, this is just my own personal theory like it's it's something of a poke conspiracy theory i feel like there's some really dark shit that he's up to like (laughs) again just my own personal theory and you know if you're just watching like the anime or reading the manga like it doesn't you know really do anything to validate that but man he's got everybody's fucking pokemon like people people carry six pokemon around and he holds on to everything else He's got a freaking laboratory. They're fucking slaves. <laughs> they're, they're research specimens. They're subjects. He's experimenting on them. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I need, to need to know to, this shit. You need to slow your roll here. You're getting into conspiracy theory. It's okay. He's a fictitious character, so no real-life counterparts can be angry at me, hopefully. But, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to tackle some of the uh, some of the fun Pokemon theories, and then I want to kind of you know look into some of my own and bring that son of a bitch down. He may be colluding with the Russians to hack into Bill's PC to get all those Pokemon. <laughs> no, but I literally like whenever I was still writing fan fiction, and nobody's ever gonna fucking read that shit because that's that part of my life is behind me at the moment. Um, 
but I actually had this like really dope idea for a fan fiction about like a group of hackers that were trying to like save the world from like all the evil professors that that fucking give you the starter Pokemon in each game. Like literally, literally every professor from every Pokemon game was colluding together to like secretly like rule the world with all the trainers spare Pokemon. Wow. And it made so much fucking sense. <laughs> okay. I just didn't have I just didn't have the time to fully research that uh that fan fiction. Uh I I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm I'm flummoxed right now, like You should take another I, drink. Still- I'm still taken aback by the fact that you said Professor Oak, because <laughs> Professor Oak would be a boss to sit down and drink with. No, here's another here's another fan theory. Well, I say fan theory. I'm literally making this up on the spot. Um, but another good theory would be that whenever you're introducing yourself to the professor, you're doing this at a bar. So he's like, uh, sorry, what was your name? And uh, uh, my grandson, uh, what was his name? <laughs> it may it would make sense right it makes more sense i've already i've already bought him a few drinks and he's uh he's so grateful that he's gonna give me a pokemon but he just needs to remember my name and he's so wasted at this point that he can't remember his grandson's name either oh my god <laughs> you've done you should, it you've found it out i cracked the code <laughs> that's what i was gonna say we should wow. we should have a we should have an episode dedicated to Pokemon fan theories. Hint, hint, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, I think, okay, that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. That one was good, and I like that one. I really feel like this next one that I'm going to give you is going to be so far left field that you never expected it coming. Surprise me. I want to. I hope it does. I would like to sit down in a bar setting with Yami Yugi. <laughs> oh my god. That yeah, so that uh that definitely did take me by surprise. Okay, but wait. Hear me out on this, okay? You understand. There's I want, so I want much- him to order in his in his dual monsters like voice. That's what I'm thinking. That's part of what I'm thinking. But oh my not god! All of it. He's mixing the gin with juice. See, okay, you're already you're already teasing some of the things I'm thinking here with this. So first of all, I'm just gonna get the drink out of the way. Um, he would get the finest wine, fitting of a pharaoh. Okay, and I didn't come up with a type because I don't know what types Egyptians had back in the back in the good old days of the pyramids and all that jazz. But um, he would get wine and. Okay, so you already alluded to this, but first of all, epic voice, right? Second of all, super dramatic. So he would make every single mundane task that you would associate with this setting unmundane. It would be like the most enjoyable thing, just like you said. He'd be like, my God, look at how he's putting the lime in the drink. Look at how he's sprinkling the salt along the lip of the glass. You know, he would do stuff like that. And I, can, I wish I could do it. The heart of the bar. <laughs> I was gonna say something along the lines of the heart of the cards, but oh my god, the heart of the bar is better. <laughs> that is so much better. Oh my god, I would pay you for that. That's a copyright. Copyright um, the podge. 
God, dude. No, but yeah, really. No. Okay. Here's another direction I was going with this. All right. He's not just the the king of games. Like, he's the king of games. King like of he's bar not games. just. Yeah, he's the king of <laughs> bar games. He can... And you know, granted, they're probably high risk, high reward. Like he gets sent to the freaking shadow realm or whatever. But can you imagine some some drunk guy coming up and bumping into him and him Man, turning the, around and be like, <laughs> the very the very first uh, graphic novel they ever came out with with Yu Gi Oh. So this shit was before Duel Monsters. This shit, like, they were legitimately, like, life or death games. And he played a freaking game with a convict. Convict had a gun, and Yugi's just like, Hey, let's play a game. We'll each use one finger and nothing else. And the convict's like, oh, that's easy. I want to use my fucking middle, my, my index finger so I can pull the trigger and send you to hell. And Yugi's like, alright, I choose my thumb. He's like, thumb? What kind of dumb fuck are you? Let the game begin. And he just like he just takes a lighter and lights it. And the and the guy's like pouring himself a drink. He's like, Oh yeah, I forgot to light my cigarette. Here, light my cigarette, and then I'm gonna shoot you in the face. So he lights his cigarette and then sets the lighter on his hand that he's pouring a drink with. And this and the convict ends up setting himself on fire because the drink starts overflowing when he finally realizes there's a lighter on his fucking hand. See? Like it makes sense. Oh, I just like to throw Hey, I, my point stands. I just want to throw this out, though. You just made Yugi sound like the predecessor to Jigsaw. Like, let the game begin, you know, crap like that. But he was, like, before, and don't get me wrong, like, the card game was, you know, what made it popular in the first place, so I can't really hate on it for that. But the games were so much more intense whenever they were, like, more creative and innovative and shit. See? That's my point. You're at the local bar. It's dead, or it's not necessarily. <laughs> it's dead. It's dead in the sense, <laughs> not literally, not yet. Um, it's dead in the sense that no one. It's same old, same old. It's I a just, thirsty. It's a thirsty Thursday, and then him, all of a sudden, I just want him to play a to play a shadow game with some obnoxious frat boy. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Chad, I'm going him. to send you to the shadow realm. <laughs> like, it'd be so fun. Like, it'd be great. Yami Yugi would be, and you know, and I, yeah, it'd be fun. He'd he'd be like the king of bar games, and it'd be wonderful. I think I'm on to something here. That deserves its like, own fan fiction. I might have to come out of retirement. You're welcome. Wait a minute, that's mine. <laughs> okay, can okay. We, no. Can we also like not 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 to go off on another tangent, but can we also like picture Maximilian Pegasus at, at a bar scene? Yo, okay. I actually had Pegasus on here initially, so yeah. Pour a drink, Yugi boy. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Just for the voice. Just for the dub voice. Okay, yeah, but no, oh, no. That, that's mine. Again. We gotta we gotta move on. We gotta move on. <laughs> Alright. Well shit. Now I I feel I don't feel quite as uh quite as proud of this one, but because Yugi I think Yugi was the winner. Like I don't even whatever your last one is, I don't feel like it's gonna top Yami Yugi, but you know, we can try. It probably won't. My last one, and this is like completely out of left field, but you're probably going to like it. I want to have a drink with Kirby. Hear me out. Do- does not compute. You're giving me a freaking weird look. <laughs> I mean, Hear me out. Okay. So, you know how he, he can like. suck down infinite crap or what? Yeah. You know how he fucking eats and drinks shit and turns into shit? I want to see him 
And like I, I specific, like if I had to narrow it down to a drink, I just chose Long Island iced tea just because I feel like you'd get <laughs> aggressive as shit from that. But <laughs> what? I, but I want to see him drink fucking everything and see what he turns into. Like I want to see <laughs> each of his forms for each of the drinks that he takes. And also because <laughs> the motherfucker doesn't talk, I want to see his attitude when he's drunk. <laughs> You're right there. What? I can't breathe. Ah, <laughs> uh, no pun intended. He can't. Well, I mean, like, okay. You're not well, even mad right now. <laughs> I don't even know what this... You know what sucks is I'm pretty sure that half of this recording is going to be inaudible because, like, my laughter has caused so many clips. But, oh, my God. Like, you're right. I can't be mad right now because, <laughs> I mean, I expected you to say something about him, like, having a an infinite loop gullet or something, but I did not expect you. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm in it the, for the, the Long forms. Island iced tea thing killed me. Okay. Cause like, <laughs> why? First of all, why? Uh, but then you went on to say, I just want to see him do everything. So that made a little bit more sense. Well, and like the reason I, I specifically narrowed it down to Long Island iced tea, like if I had to choose one drink is cause I've got this friend. We're just going to call him. Um, we'll just call him Andre. Because that's like his his bar nickname. He likes to be called Andre. So I've got this friend. We'll call him Andre. And he's a pretty bulky guy. Like he he's like two inches taller than me. And I'm already like fairly tall. Pretty, pretty well built. And he has one Long Island iced tea and he's slurring his words. He has two Long Island iced teas and he's looking for a fight. And that's so this is this is this guy. This this like six foot four guy. I want to see Kirby, this little pink fucking blob. I want to see him drink one one Long Island iced tea, and I want to see how fucked up he gets, how aggressive he gets, because he's cute and cuddly. I want to see him with a mean look on his face. I want to see him go at it with, like, I, I don't know, like, give him, like, the fucking, you know, I don't even know what kind of weapon or what kind of appearance he's going to have after a drink like a, like a Long Island iced tea. Give him, like, a freaking pirate saber or something. I don't know. And then, again... Okay going back i want to see him drink fucking everything and see what his forms look like and also what kind of attitude he has because generally drink different drinks have a different effect on different people like when i drink rum i get kind of chill and sleepy if i drink vodka i'm like kind of jittery okay that's uh that was that your last one that was my last one wow what a what a what a strong powerful pink <laughs> way to end God, why, okay, I didn't expect that, but yeah, hey, I, you got me intrigued now because, yeah, I'd like to see what he would end up after he sucked down can all you, forms of can liquor. You, can you beat Yami Yugi? No. Ah. I, in hindsight, I probably should have rearranged these. You should have. As, as a matter of fact, I think I'm about to make a snap decision and change what I was going to do on my fifth and my last. Okay. And I think after, we'll just quickly run through all of the the backups that we had or the honorary mentions honorable mentions so yeah I'm, I'm making a split decision nope i'm reversing my split decision <laughs> Jesus. this one's probably not going to surprise you as much i would like to go to the bar with joseph joestar <laughs> yeah that didn't surprise me as soon as you got to uh uh shit I, I don't remember who it was, but you mentioned somebody and I like thought of 
the Joe stars, and I was like, I'm going to be very surprised if he doesn't include one of them. Uh, we'll see. I'll explain my. I'll explain this after, but I would like to go to the bar with Joseph Joe Star and for the Joseph drink. Joster. Joseph Doster. <laughs> and this is where before when we were preparing for this, I said, "Oh, this is going to be a stretch." Um, and what I meant was the drink that I picked for Joseph Joe Star was going to be a stretch. So I chose to give him a Godfather drink. Because the Godfather drink is inspired after Marlon Brando, which is close to Dio Brando. Oh my god. So, <laughs> um, and for those that are unfamiliar, a Godfather drink is either scotch, whiskey, or bourbon with amaretto liqueur. So, it's Joseph Joestar. Like, okay, first of all, you, if you've seen a theme with this, he's got an awesome voice. He's got an awesome voice. So he could go, oh my god, or he could yes, do one of those yes, things. Yes, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't even matter if you take the dub or the sub. He's got an awesome voice either way. And um, big freaking burly guy. He has Hamon, and he also has Hermit Purple. So like, he could do some bar tricks. He could do Her- Hermit Purple to like grab a drink at the end of the bar and like yank it down, or he could like do some freaking I don't know some fortune telling crap with his cameras. I could buy him like tons of cameras and he could smash him and see crap. And don't, it's don't. just, you're, 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 you're really stretching this too far. You just want to have a drink. Cause it's fucking Joseph Joe star. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's Joe. Well, yeah, but yeah. it'd be fun. It'd be fun. So yeah, that, that was all of them. And <laughs> so here, here's what we should probably do because we're, we're running a little bit long, but I want to, I want to kind of hear where you were coming from with your others. And I know you've got more than I do that you narrowed down from, but I've got a couple more that I definitely want to throw in here because they were good enough to make the list, but I didn't put them in. All right. Well, without uh, without taking too long for these, some of my honorable mentions uh, included uh, Vash the Stampede from Trigun because friggin' every time they've ever, like, you know, overcame a hardship and like the entire town gets drunk and bashes in the middle of it all. And then the town usually ends up getting destroyed. <laughs> that shit looked fun to me. Okay. That's a good, okay. Fair. Revy from black lagoon. Not really because I feel like she'd be pleasant company, but just cause it's freaking Revy from black lagoon, James Bond, just because I'm curious if he would be a good wingman or if he would take all the women I try to hit on. And I don't He'd take all the women. Yeah, probably. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm terrible at that anyway, so not not really much of a loss there. Uh, Homer Simpson for you know his shenanigans. Pretty much every pretty much every episode now starts with Homer getting drunk and doing something asinine. Um, and then the last two, Rick Sanchez. Yeah, we've we we didn't have him on the. <laughs> And I actually just added him to the honorable mentions like a moment ago because I was like, how did I miss this? Ah, oh, dang it. Ah, oh, man. This whole show is full of regrets now. It's all right. You still killed it with Yugi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then uh, probably the most left field on this list, but uh, I would really love to kick it with Albus Dumbledore. I don't know if that's the most left field, but that's that was unexpected. So yeah, those are those are my honorable mentions. All right, well, you had more than I did. I only had two honorable mentions. 
I'm kind of mad because you just freaking mentioned Rick Sanchez and I went <laughs> I went into this list with him, right? Aww. And and as the as the drink that I picked for him, I just said I just said booze in general because you know he would be absolutely crazy no matter what. Like you would it'd be it'd be hilarious no matter what. And uh honestly, it'd be freaking hilarious. It would be hilarious just for him to like hook up interdimensional cable in the bar and uh have the entire like bar reacting to that. So there's that one. And then my last one that I actually came up with before that I really wanted to throw in was the narrator from Catherine. <laughs> the one because first of all, he's got an awesome voice, which I've said several times, but he really does. He's the master of bar trivia. Like I would just like him to sit next to me and narrate everything that was happening. Like giving me random facts associated with whatever I got. Just talking. I mean, I wouldn't even talk to him, but just listening to him talk would be great. So those are the two that I was tempted to put on the list, but they ultimately slipped to my honorable mentions. Oh, so I'm actually surprised yeah. that Rick slipped. I was that's whenever I said I was gonna make a correction, and then I didn't. <laughs> Whoops. Because Joseph Joe Star. So yeah. That brings us to our ending, and you know what that means. I believe I do, but can you tell me, just in case I'm wrong? <laughs> of course I can. It's the name of shame and phrase of praise. praise. Yeah. So, I see that we both have very great offerings for all of the lovely listeners tonight. I'll go ahead and give my name of shame first. So, this was a Dead by Daylight player, shocker, and there wasn't any funny story associated with this. It's just, I finished the match and I saw his name and I thought it was extremely funny. The name is A Big Fish Slap, with no spaces, no underscores, just A Big Fish Slap, slammed together into a beautiful array of words. I'm, uh, it's wonderful. I'm, I'm curious if the mental image we're supposed to be uh, associating with that is a big fish like jumping up and slapping you or somebody taking a big fish and slapping you. Well, based on the outcome of the match that I played in him with, he was the killer. And I, based on him killing all of us, uh, I imagined him taking a huge, huge fish and just slapping me profusely in the face with it. So That should be a weapon for a killer. Like a little cute, like prestige weapon or something yeah yeah um mine was milkmaid man milkmaid <laughs> underscore man i uh okay. this was a teammate in an overwatch game i played and i looked at it and i did a double take because i was so confused for a moment all right fair enough no it's, no it's pretty there it's it's just it's a good name all right so that that brings us to our phrases of praise. And uh, I have a story associated with this one. The phrase of praise is, you can kill me, but please don't kill my betrothed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's actually, actually a really interesting story associated with this one. So I was having a late night on Dead by Daylight playing as a killer. And oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It suddenly just me giving you that little tidbit makes it all so clear. And I, I was, I was kind of mad and I was having a bad night. So what I did was whenever I got in a lobby, 
I, uh, I took all the survivors and I added them to a message and I sent it to them and I said, I want to kill all of you guys. Please let <laughs> I said, I'm having, I'm having a really rough night. Let me, let me get this, let me get a 4k out of you guys. And, uh, uh, I got were, were one response. To, were you trying to moor them all? No, well, I meant sacrifice them. Ah. I didn't really care how they died. I just wanted to kill them <laughs> or sacrifice them. <laughs> and I didn't really think that anything was going to come out of this. I thought that they were just going to ignore the message. But I actually got a response. <laughs> I got a response from one of them. And uh, they were like, okay. They literally just said, okay. And then um, another one replied and said, sure thing. <laughs> and then the third guy is what screwed up the chain. Because he replied and said, you can kill me, but please don't kill my betrothed. <laughs> and it turns out that these guys were playing survive with friends. And he was playing with his wife. And he was trying to be the the upstanding gentleman and protect his wife. And I was like, my hand shows no discrimination. It shall Death shall fall upon all of you, essentially. <laughs> he reiterated that he didn't want me to kill his wife. So... <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Like, what do you do whenever someone just nicely asks you twice? I felt bad, and I ended up getting a 3K, and uh, I let his wife go. <laughs> and uh, he, he sent me a response after, and it was a smiley face emoticon. And uh, all was good. It was a great story. It was a happy ending. So a little smiley face. I'm getting laid tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have contributed for that, bud. Oh, good. Good story. As soon as you said that you were playing killer, I immediately knew where this was going. (laughs) I'm glad. Oh, shit. Uh, Are we going to save the other one for next week? Let's save the other one. All right. Well, I've still got one. The one that I've got was... uh, I think you were the one that said this. I just don't remember what the context was. I don't either. (laughs) The... The uh, my phrase of praise that I'm pretty sure I got from Judge is "Show me the biscuit." <laughs> I don't. I feel like this was associated with Overwatch, but I don't know for sure. I don't, I don't remember. I feel like this was just your way of saying "Let's go," but you just you made it unnecessarily funny. I think that you you got hyped up by it, so it it achieved its purpose. I didn't get hyped up by it. I was dying so much that I almost fucked out of the game. So there you go, listeners. Our nuggets of knowledge to you. Remember to show your family the biscuits. And don't oh. kill your betrothed or ask nicely. And it when sometimes in doubt, works. expect a big fish slap. <laughs> wow. What a way to come full circle. Yes. You didn't incorporate Milkmaid Man, but that's okay. <laughs> Milkmaid Man. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we uh just like I just like I estimated, we we went over <laughs> just a just a little bit over an hour. And it was we had a lot of this was a lot of fun. I like this. We we should do this as a continuation maybe somewhere down the road. We could implement off of this and play off of it. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. I really want to come back to Yami Yugi on this shit. That was amazing. Maybe someday, but not today. So with that, we want to know who would you want to sit down and have a drink with Judge as a fictitious... 
I oh, said thank fictitious. you, kind viewer who is totally real and not well, fictitious real- in the slightest. Well, really, though, like, who would be your favorite pop culture icon that you would want to sit down and talk with or have a drink with and just chill out with? We really do want to know, because actually, I'm sure we could get some amazing answers out of this. So, please, uh, you can either tweet these out to us. We may even make a uh, like a poll or a post about it or a thread so that you can just do it directly in that thread. But you can do that at our Twitter handle, which is at RealPodgeHodge, or if you want to be old school and just send us the uh, equivalent of snail mail in the digital age, you can email us at contact at podchodge.net. So, what, if, what if they want to comment on our YouTube channel? My God, you're right. We can extend this plug now. <laughs> Maybe you even want to be more vocal with the YouTube community. Maybe you want to leave a comment. Maybe you want to leave a dislike on this video. <laughs> but don't, don't do that, please. You can do that at our brand spanking fresh new car smelling podcast YouTube channel, which is uh, you can find at Podge Hodge Podcast. That's the name of the channel. We'll put a link on the show Rick, that was a really shameless plug you got there. I thought it was a great shameless plug. But yeah, with that, that's the end of this episode. We had a ton of fun with this one. We look forward to speaking with you next week. So, with that, later. We'll see you on the flip side of a hangover. I'm going to need to get another drink. (laughs) Later. See ya.